I'm telling you, he is on it. See, ben, just know. Ben Byram, uh, he's, he's become a suit now. Yep. Hey, Ben. <laughs> good. Don't scare me like that, Coach. Good, good job. Hey, do you have the guy, Coach, that you kind of maybe started off in the equipment room or something, and he's ascended his way through the organization? You've worked with guys like that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's so, Ben Byram. Fantastic. You, you know, Trip Weaver, our safeties coach. That's right. Yeah. So he was my JV quarterback. Um, he came to my youth camp growing up. When he was growing up, he was my JV quarterback my last year as a high school coach. Right. So I'm, I'm at Lenore Ryan by the time he graduates from high school. And he, he's coming to East Carolina as a student. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, Coach, I, I want to get into coaching. How can I get involved with the football program? So I gave him a name of a guy, Harold Robinson, who uh-huh. was working with the staff then. We know Harold Robinson I said, well. I yeah. said, go see Harold. I called Harold, told him he was coming, and I think the first day he went and see him, and Harold kind of shoot him away. I think I said, "Harass the snot out of him." Too. <laughs> he let you do something, right? And so he did, because that's Tripp's personality. And uh, so he started off in the equipment room. There you go. Yeah, that's the bit. He's there. You go. That's the the coach Weaver of radio right there, <laughs> Ben Byram. He's he's now running the place practically uh, here every day. Uh, Mike Houston is with us. It's great to have Coach uh, with us here. There are some new additions to the staff. Yeah. Uh, tell us about those guys. We've got a couple of guys off the field and then three on-the-field coaches that are new to our staff. So uh, Chris Foster is our new running backs coach. Uh, Latrell Scott uh, is coaching the slots yeah. and the mm-hmm. tight ends, passing game coordinator. Uh, Tim Doust is coaching uh, the ends and rushes and our special teams coordinator. So uh, excited to have all three of them. They've been really positive additions to the staff. Um Really doing a great job. Uh, I, I knew all three of them, you right, know, yeah, prior. Right. Um, I've learned over the years. You know a lot of people. I well, mean, I mean, it's the coaching world now. Yeah, but you in particular, especially in this state, seem to know everybody. Well, I spent a lot of my life in this state. Yeah, so I know. Yeah. But I mean, I'll bring your name up to somebody in the West, and obviously you're from out right. there. But I mean, just places that even newish football coaches. Right. If they don't know you directly, they know someone that's coached with you, or I mean, that and, could be good and bad. It's all good, though. I mean, it really is all good. You I, you never hear any – because you're right. Sometimes you hear – well, I would say it's like you're right up there with Mac Brown. I would say you're right up there with Mac Brown. I, would I don't know about serious. that. But, I'm being serious. Yes, you know, certainly, certainly Coach Coach Brown was uh, – Everybody loves that guy. Well, you know, when I started out as a young high school coach, uh-huh. I came down here to visit, and uh, he was phenomenal with me. Yeah. And uh, we developed a relationship then and have – have known each other since, and certainly I, re- I respect him greatly. But you're right; he he knows everybody. Everybody thinks the world of him, and I think that certainly that's helped him uh, second time around at North Carolina. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, transition it really quickly. As far as playing, we're a little over the board here, but mm-hmm. this is the organic conversation that that is. Uh, but as far as playing UNC and NC mm-hmm. State, where's that as a priority in your mind? Well, I think they're great rivalries for our institution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our the one thing that people don't realize is when when John Gilbert and I got here, the schedule was booked out for the most yeah. part till about twenty twenty seven. You know, so we don't have a whole lot of say in the schedule till till about then. But I think certainly uh, that rivalry with those two institutions in particular is one that uh, I think our fan base uh, they enjoy that. Uh, I think it makes sense. Um, and I think it makes sense for them, too. You've got uh, another one of those in-state institutions on the clock, if you will, uh, right. for this year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. 
is that a is that a game that like a UNC uh, ECU like a yeah NC I think State it could should be. happen with yeah. some regularity. I mean I think certainly you know they've certainly the last uh, you know decade have have really uh, brought that program a long ways and you know they will be top twenty five or, or just outside of it preseason uh, when we face them in Charlotte but uh, it's going to be a great matchup to to I think to two fan bases that are probably you know maybe the two strongest football fan bases yep. in the state absolutely um you know squaring off in charlotte to start the season thursday night so uh it'll be a great game you remember i'm sure back when bank of america and it's yeah opened and ecu would play somebody like a south carolina right. or, or somebody is that something i mean I, I know you don't really necessarily want to give up a home game uh, to do that no. but i mean is that a a game that yeah. periodically you might could. well, especially from the standpoint of us recruiting the Charlotte and, and upstate South Carolina area. I think anytime we can get down there in that area, because uh, you know, obviously it's good football. I think probably the best football in the Carolinas is in that area. No offense to anyone. Don't get mad at me. Just <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just well, saying I mean, just traditionally. Yeah, so right, yeah. um, so I think it's a good area for us to play in. Do you? Um, <clears throat> when, when's the Next, I guess, round of, of scheduling where you're really going to have some influence on who non-conference was. <laughs> Probably like 2028. <laughs> I don't know. It's a John Gilbert question. Okay. But, uh, do you do you think that the league uh, in football needs to stay away from divisions, remain with divisions? I mean, that was something we. I don't care. You don't. Oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. I, I would like to see us. You know, if if you obviously if we're going to divisions, we need to add a team. So. Well, that's what I was kind of getting um, to. Yeah. You know, I just. I'd like for us to, you know, hopefully stay in the the league for a while and just mm-hmm. develop some rivalries. I mean, I think that's that's what to me you're kind of missing is just who are your natural rivalries because if you ask our fan base, they'd probably say UNC and NC State, you know, um, but we're not in the same league as that as they are. So, you know, there's I guess that with UCF and obviously they've had some big changes yeah. happen down there, South Florida. I mean, there there are the there's the potential. Yep, geographically yeah, speaking. Sure. And then a lot of it, I think, is as ECU will get more successful in the conference. Right. Those kind of you know rivalries, even if it's a short-term kind of rivalry, right, tend to develop. Right. And, and a lot of that is it's a competitive league. It's a heck of a league. I, I think people, it is. People just maybe don't understand how good this league is. When you came in, you knew it was good, but but I knew it was good. Um, but I mean, you're you're going to see as as much size as you will in any league in college football, and you're going to see speed every single week. And the offenses in this league, you know, are really you know really high octane. So it was announced today, Coach uh, Mike Houston's in the studio with us here. The D1 Council's approval of the one-time transfer for all college athletes without the need to sit out. Mm-hmm. That has uh, been approved today by the by the D1 Council. What, how does that change your business? I just I, I don't think it's if you like the way college athletics has been, uh, then you're not going to be a big fan of it um, because it's going to change everything. Um, you know, and because of the next thing that's coming, uh, that you know, it's I'm not going to sit here and criticize the NCAA, but sometimes they do things without thinking. Is they're going to have to tr- they're going to have to change the 25. Um, counter hard cap rule you know we can only right. sign 25 yeah. a year yeah uh, they're going to have to change the apr calculations um all those things are going to go out the window because your your roster is going to turn over pretty heavily i would think every year um and i don't want it to be like that because i'm a big on you know recruit a recruit a kid out of high school develop them grow them up develop a relationship 
uh, develop a culture. And, you know, this undermines all of that because, you know, it just turns into, you know, if a guy's not starting or whatever, then, you know, they, they, they can just take off. And it's just, I don't think that's good. There's a lot of uh, high school <clears throat> coaches who really, you know, because high school's being played right now, high school right. football is. So they feel like a lot of their guys, especially because you've got to see quarterbacks throw. Right. Haven't had. Correct. There's seniors, very good se- guys who are seniors that have put up big numbers. Nobody's seen them throw. Right. Uh, when we talk about a lost year, that this mm-hmm. is this it, North, by not playing in the fall. Right. North Carolina, North has Carolina kind of compromised the way that a yep. lot of kids that could be playing with the next. North Carolina and Virginia, and then with um, the extra year of eligibility, uh, this transfer rule. I think you're going to see, um, you know, high school high school athletes are going to have a harder time. You know, the very very top ones will still get picked up, right. but you're going to have guys. It'll be harder to get a college scholarship than it, than it was two years ago and before. Recruiting right now, what is what is that? So like? it's still Zoom, it's still phones, and you know they they can come on their own mm-hmm. uh, to visit campus, but we cannot have contact with them. Uh, I can talk to them on the phone. I can Zoom with them, all that stuff. Uh, but then June 1, uh, the NCAA is announced we're going to go back to the traditional recruiting calendar. So I've told our coaches, I said, you, you might as well buckle up. You're not going to get a day off in June. Uh, you're going <laughs> right. to have official visits. You, we've got like seven prospect camps. Um, you know, you'll, have, you'll have recruits on campus every single day, you know, I would think, in the month of June. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you do if you – have a kid because you know not everybody can play at the high D one level, uh, but I mean, if, if there's I mean, what would be your advice for a parent that you know maybe wants to get their kid to go play somewhere D two or, or, or D three or NA? Hey, it's good football. You know, I was, yeah. I was back this past uh, weekend. Yeah, how do they get noticed? Though? Oh well, I mean, you you can you you'll get noticed if you're if you're a good player, they'll find you. Right. Um, and I think you know. I get stuff every single day. I had some guy randomly walk in the building today and, and brought me a name of his nephew or somebody that plays at a school in the middle of the state and mm-hmm. you know, has had a good year and just wanted us to take a look at him. Well, you know, I'm going to take a look at him. Right, yeah. You know, he may not be good enough, but we're going to look at him to see if he is. Yeah. Uh, so I think just, you know, getting getting the the, you know, the prospect's name out there, getting yeah. the film, huddle uh, is right. a uh, service uh, that's pretty easy to put together, highlights and you know, I look at uh, you know I look at prospects every single day, and I, I go to their huddle, I go to their Twitter, I look at right. you know all the stuff there, and uh, you know so it's it's a lot easier to get recruited now than ever. That's an interesting thing about Twitter because I, I see a lot yeah. of things now. Guys giving you know student athletes in all sports advice have this on your Twitter. Right. Use your real name. Have a picture of yourself. Yeah. I mean, do you look for those things? Yeah, and and don't put anything that's going to get you nixed. I mean, yeah. Uh, you need to be careful because you know that's you look at the draft every year. There's some knucklehead that's put something on there, you know, ten years ago, and as soon as he gets drafted, the you know some media somebody pulls it up and puts yeah. it out there, and you know he's got to try to explain it. So uh, we were talking a little bit about the youth on the roster uh, in our opening segment. So there's 68. Is that the number of freshmen? I don't know. I know we were the we were either the the, the youngest or the second youngest roster in FBS football last year. I do know that. Yeah. So uh, we're young, but the good thing is we played all those young kids last year. So you know they're young but experienced, right? Yeah. So uh, is the caliber of of recruit in the program? I mean, is is that strengthened too? As far as yeah, the, the, drastically. Yeah. I mean, you look at the way we run. 
especially the way we run in the secondary, the way we run at the skill positions on offense. You look at some of the size we have on the lines, both offense and defense, uh, it is drastically upgraded from what it was when I walked in here. And, uh, you know, those guys, they're not going to get any smaller, they're not going to get any slower, uh, and they're not going to be any less experienced. They're only going to improve. So that's that's why we're so excited. Yeah. Where are the big competition areas right now? Uh, it's across the board now. It's right. There's competition everywhere. Where, uh, where are the areas that – Well, I mean, I, th- I think uh, in the secondary, uh, because we do finally have some depth in the secondary, and it's quality depth. Uh, there's a lot of competition there uh, across the board. Linebackers the same way. Um, you know, D line. You got all those young kids. You got like you know, we signed eight freshmen uh, in the, in the class right. uh, that we played last year. So, you know, there's a lot of competition there. But it's it's everywhere. It's you know probably the the only place where you've probably got a starter. We got a couple of starters locked up. You know, Holt Naylor's, right. you know, Tyler Sneed. Uh, right. You know, guys yeah. like that. You know, yeah. they, but but you know, everywhere else, there's there's a lot of competition. There's competition there too. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, you know, those guys are, you know, they're pretty good at what they do. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Tyler Steed, as far as bringing it every day, if, yeah. if you could bottle it and sell it, uh, you could retire, Coach. Well, yeah, we, we we'd have a bunch of trophies. Uh, we'd be talking about which bowl game we're going right. to go to. And so, nah, he's. He he makes the most of his God given ability. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really special every single day. I mean, you know, there, there's a guy I saw something that you know before 2019, uh, ECU hadn't returned a kickoff or a touchdown in, in like 10 years right, or something yeah, like that. Right. And he's had one in each of the last two years against South Florida, pretty fast team. Yeah, uh, and Temple. I mean, I think he's a special player with the ball in his hands. Running back room right now. Uh, what's <laughs> good, that room, good, like? good, it's room. good room. Good room. Not many. Well, I was going to say, not they're good. big in numbers, right? but it's the quality, not the yeah. quantity with that. Right? right. I mean, I think Rajay and Keaton, I think they're I think they're two of the best in the league, mm-hmm. you know, not just on our roster. Uh, I think they're both starters. Mm-hmm. I think they're both special players. Um, really excited about Pop McKay, uh, who will be in right. here this summer. Yeah. Um, great personality, really good player. you got to have a – Great personality oh, no and doubt. be a good player if you got the name Pop, right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and then, uh, and we're gonna have a couple of others that uh, we're gonna add to the roster this summer. Okay, I uh, can't really talk about those guys yet. Gotcha, gotcha. How much of that is? <clears throat> will we'll, I mean, are there still some areas you, yeah. you're looking to shore up? With? Yeah, you'll, you'll we'll probably add, you know, a guy here or there gotcha. um, across the board. Yeah, uh, the the competition to replace to replace Jake Verity. Uh, I guess it was reported Patrick Nations has entered the portal. So mm-hmm. is that just one guy now? Do you do you see for that? Oh no, we've got we got two guys coming in this summer that are okay. extremely talented. Okay. So, um, and and I think Owen's doing a good job, mm-hmm. but it's it is going to be a heated competition this summer and this uh, in fall camp. Um, you know, for who who's going to be the starting place kicker? Okay. Yeah, really really excited about those guys. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the guys that have? You know, worked out as far as the combine a few weeks ago and, and their prospects. Well, I thought they. Um, I think the biggest thing is they prepared well. Yeah. I mean, I thought all, I thought all all four of them. You know, Kendall Futrell uh, right. from two great years kid. ago, yeah. great kid. Yeah. And then um, you know Deontay Blake and mm-hmm. Jake. I thought they had prepared themselves for their pro day, and I thought they they performed well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that each of the four are going to get their shot. 
You know, it's just where 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 are they going to fall? Yeah. Will be the thing. The the Verity thing is it's tough anyway. But yeah, there's only there are really only thirty two, maybe thirty five floating around out there. Yeah, you know that's that's the tough sort of deal with that. But you just got to get the shot. You got to kind of latch on with. Yep, yeah, he's talented, but uh, but there's a lot of talented ones out yeah. there. Boy, Deontay Smith has just come on. It's it's unbelievable. It's yeah, I told him I wished he had uh, <laughs> I wished he looked like that when he was playing for us. You know he didn't. We didn't. He didn't play for us last year. Of course, right. of course that hurt us. But yeah. uh, you know, I, it was it was always a constant thing with me trying to get him. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, we and we feed them. Mm-hmm. You know, we do everything. Anytime they're around and I can give them food, I'm giving them food. <laughs> um, and you know, just to see him now, I mean, it's it's exactly what I've I envisioned when I walked in. It's mm-hmm. just I hate that I walked in so late in his career, right? Uh, because you know he's. He's got a shot. Those long arms, his athleticism, great feet, and now he's finally got the size on him. So I think you'll see him probably be a mid-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's just important for the program if you can get a couple guys in there. Yeah. If we can, oh, know, no doubt. Because that's that's a big, that's a selling point. To no recruit, doubt. You know, I got a, I got a bunch of guys from my previous school. Well, I was playing, gonna, yeah, so. I know you do. <laughs> And, and, but uh, but I mean that I mean that tells you you're obviously getting good players right. But you know to also you're if, developing right. Them. If we can see an easy yep. guy make it in there, I think no doubt. that's huge. Uh, you you mentioned you were back out in the West uh, here recently. Congratulations! It's a Thanks. Hall of Famer. We have a Hall of Famer in our midst here, <laughs> uh, Ben, uh, the Lenore Ryan Hall of Fame. That had you they'd announced you were going in, right? And I guess the COVID year kind of yep. screwed up the the induction ceremony, but that was great. Yeah, it actually worked out because you know in the fall I was going to do a video that they were going to play, right. and yeah. like Amanda was going to go and just mm-hmm. represent me because we we it was a game weekend. Mm-hmm. But then with them playing the spring, I was able to be there in person, and so you know several of my former players were back and uh, had a great time with them, and mm-hmm. it was just so good to see because they're all you know thirty thirty one right. you know, that that age now, and <laughs> and uh, one of them still playing. Uh, and then, but the other thing is just to see the uh, commitment to football there that they have made since I yeah. left. You know, we had a great run, uh, and uh, you know, made it to the national championship game my last year. And uh, but they have really, really put the resources into the program, and I'm, I'm excited to see that program where it's headed. I, before you were there, I did a game one for them for television. I mean, it had kind of a classic, neat stadium. Yeah, now it needed between a the bricks. Lift. Yeah, between yeah. the bricks, and it needed. And then you kind of came along, and and was that they sold you on a vision? You sold them on a vision? How did all that sort of? I'd, I'd never been a college head coach, so it was they took a chance on me, right? You know, I was a thirty-something-year-old assistant coach, and and uh, you know, Coach Fred Goldsmith, uh, you know, he really helped me get that job, and right. uh, athletic director then Neil McGahey mm-hmm. believed in me, yeah. Uh, and took his shot, and I had a bunch of kids that uh, had a great bond with them, and they believed uh, in me and what we were doing. And um, you know, they just—I just the stories from those kids and the way they played. You know, it's it's been the same formula everywhere I've been, but mm-hmm. that formula right there—if if we can replicate that here, uh, which I think we can—God, um, we had a lot of fun. How, how close are you to replicating? <clears throat> we're getting we're getting pretty close. Yeah. I mean, just because, uh, you know, you look and we run so much better. We have some playmakers both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. but we just have such a in-your-face, you know, attitude with the way we play. And that's that's what we've been trying to develop. And uh, I think that fits the 
I think it fits Eastern North Carolina. I think yeah. that fits ECU. I think that, that's just kind of, you know, that's always, you, know, you think of the Steve Logan days, the Skip Holtz days. Mm-hmm. I mean, those teams had that kind of attitude, and I think that's what our fans resonate with. You know, uh, the the Logan teams, anytime, anywhere, was kind yeah. of a philosophy. They were a lot more physical. You know, everybody talks about because he was an innovative offensive right. guy. Uh, everybody talks about what Ruffin McNeil did, obviously, and, and, and right. all the passing with uh, sure. But those Skip Holtz teams played defense and ran the football. Right. That's, that's now, we, f- now. Now we now I know everybody. Listen, we're not going to run the triple option. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, I was going to say. They still I, scored I, a lot of points. We did. But, I mean, they won championships yes. here at ECU well, by think, yeah. running the football and, and playing hard-nosed deep. You have to do those two things to win. Okay? Now, I'm all for throwing it. Right. And I, I've, I've, I've told Holton, I'm good with throwing it 40 times a game. I'm good. Okay? But we're going to run it 35 times a game. Okay? <laughs> well, you have to run the football. You have to still, win. Yeah. You, you have to. And, and with our two backs that we have. Right. I mean, the thing is, the better we can run the ball in this offense – the better we're going to be able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think certainly we've got playmakers, both at running back and at receiver. I didn't ask you about <clears throat> Jeremy Lewis, and I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, he, he moves to the defensive side of the ball. Right. You know, when I saw him in high school, I thought that seemed to be a more natural fit yep. to him. Now, he's a it great is. athlete, and he, he you know, obviously made was a great high school receiver. Right. Uh, and, and obviously to play that in college, he had to be talented. But to right. me, he just seemed to be defensively – a game changer with all his physical assets. Well, he, you know, he 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 did it for the team kind of deal. Did it for the program kind of deal. Playing tight end, you know, I, I get hired and there's one tight end on the right. roster. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And uh, obviously, we're going to use our tight ends. We're going to be eleven personnel, you know, virtually all the time. We'll be some twelve personnel in some certain situations, mm-hmm. and so you know, we like to use tight ends in our offense. And uh, so you know, I asked him to play tight end when I first got here because uh, when I was when I was hired, he was getting ready to sign with us. Um, and he was great. He, you know, coach, I'll play wherever you want me to play. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, we've we've added a lot to that room, and and he came to me. We talked, and he said, you know, I feel more comfortable on the defensive side of the ball. So we made the switch. Uh, it's obvious it was the right switch. He, he is going to be an impactful player for us on yeah. the defensive side of the ball. A little banged up right now, so he's missed uh, the last couple of practices. He'll be fine. Um, but uh, I, I think he's going to be a, a guy that'll really help our help our defense this just, fall. He's a long, freakishly athletic. I mean, well, that's what's... and instinctive. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything we haven't covered that we needed to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> We've talked about a lot. Well, I appreciate you coming yeah. by here and doing this. I can't no, thank you enough. Good. I mean, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, in case you missed it early on, Coach Houston with us here. There will be a spring scrimmage. scrimmage. Yeah, a week from Saturday. Correct. Somewhere around lunchtime, twelve or one. Okay, I'm, we're going to talk about it tomorrow morning and decide. All right, who's in this meeting now? Is this uh, you coaching and the coaches? Staff. Okay, yeah. I like I like that. Yeah. I like let the coaching staff make. I like that uh, right. way of thinking. Were you going to pull the skip halts if we'd had the pig cooking and he would stay out all night with his buddies and cooking? Well, I, you know, I try. I, I did that to a degree in 2019. Okay. That was my first taste of it. We uh-huh. were trying to get the pig thing going back, back going. So right, I'm all for would that. Would you pull the all nighter like uh, Skip? Uh, would? I don't know about that. <laughs> What? I would have to see it to believe it. Okay, uh, Skip pulling the all night. No, he did. I, I okay. You can I, verify. I can verify that. Okay. I, those were the days where I would pull all nighters. I like my sleep. I do. I, I've fallen in love with my sleep now. I got to have yeah. my sleep. Uh, family, well, they're good. They're okay. good. Uh, you know, doing youth sports uh, here locally, okay. and yeah. so Amanda's. You know, she's basically turned into a taxi service. Yeah. So, but they're doing good. 
Baseball, right? Uh, the eight-year-olds playing baseball. Okay. And then the the twelve-year-olds playing uh, basketball. Okay. All right. Very good. I've I've heard yeah. the baseball team is sharp. That's what I've. A friend of mine has a kid, a son on another team, and I hear that that team you guys have is <laughs> loaded is what I hear. I've I've been to I've been I made it to a couple of games. We got one kid that hits it a ton. Really? A lefty, yeah. Okay. He's a big kid. Hank's kid hit a home run yesterday. Did he really? By the way. Yeah, Greenville hammering. Big time. Ha- hammering Hank. Hammering Holt Hinton is what they're calling okay. him now. Good deal. And uh, he uh, he knocked it out. Now uh, we're, we're hoping for um, you know football to get back going with the youth leagues this fall too. Yeah, both of them both of them want to do that. That's so. in, that's that's important for a community. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Well, I just think I just, I just think youth sports are important mm-hmm. for kids. Yeah, uh, no matter where you're at. You were going to be a doctor if you weren't a. A yeah, football coach, that's, that's that what true? I thought I wanted to be. East Carolina put me on a waiting list. Them and North Carolina, those two schools put me on a waiting list for med school. Okay. And uh, so I took a job teaching high school science and coaching football and basketball. Right. Were you? So who were, who's your basketball idol? Like when you emulated oh. your – who was it? Well, I don't know. Dean, Dean Smith, okay. uh, I would imagine. So you'd run the secondary break with your high school guys. Gr- growing up to. in this state, yeah, I mean, that's, right. that was your deal. But uh, Yeah, okay. I just uh, – you, you seem like you'd be a very intense basketball coach. It's, it, yeah, prob- I probably was, so <laughs> that's okay. Who Who is your coaching kind of mentor, the guy you might call? You know, if you've got well, a- that's a, a couple. Okay. You know, one, one of them, ironically, is a basketball coach. Okay. Richie Sizemore, who's one of the winningest basketball coaches in the history of North Carolina. Right. That's who, that's who hired me at T.C. Robertson High School. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred Goldsmith, yeah. Uh, who was, you know – Coach at Duke University, coach at Rice. Uh, you know, he I was his defensive coordinator at Lenore Ryan before I became head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he and I talk, you know, probably every week. Okay. So, but uh, and he's up in he, where you grew up, right? He, he was. He's moved just across the border. He's in North Georgia now. His okay. his daughter lives there, and so he and Fred and Pam moved there to be be close to right. the grandkids. Yeah. Th- again, thank you for doing this. This was nah, great. It was good. Thanks and, for having me uh, on. A lot of fun and. Uh, We'll look forward to catching up with you uh, at some point over the summer, I'm sure. Fantastic. All right, uh, Mike Houston, let's break. We'll come back. Ben will have an update.